0: Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinwald. I'm the director of the Practice Identity and Access Management here at Kupinger Coal Analysts. My guest today is, for the first time, Marina Jantono. She is a research analyst with Kupinger Coal Analysts working out of Stuttgart. Hi, Marina. Great to have you.
1: Hi, Matthias. Thanks for having me here. It's a pleasure.
0: Great. And I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Um, we want to talk about the risks of cybercrime and what they mean for organizations of all kind. When, when we talk about cybercrime, what is happening nowadays that the cybercrime is increasing and it is actually increasing? We can see that.
1: Well, um, it is true the cyber attacks increased in the last 10 years, but uh, we saw a very big spike after the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, I would say the main issue here is that the pandemic changed the way that we conduct our life. And for instance, many workforces migrated from working on site where the cybersecurity environment was controlled um, to work from home, where the risk increases, especially due to the possibility of human errors along the way. And it gives space to to the increase of the cybercrime.
0: Is this Pure a coincidence that it's just the last three years or would you really blame the, the global lockdown and the increase uh, to, to be responsible for the increase of cybercrime?
1: Um, no, I, I would say that it is not a coincidence. Um, the thing is, like most of the companies as well needed to change and to use digital transformation. Of course, it gives a lot of advantage, but at the same time, the transition um, is likely to present vulnerabilities. And uh, hackers identify these vulnerabilities and break into the system. This is actually the main problem. And, um, you know, the attacks could come on on different ways, like phishing emails, uh, phishing text messages, ransomware. And the main issue is that the attack is a silent enemy because the companies know about an attack or that they were the target of an attack when it is already very late. And this is why there are several damages around this. And there are side effects that are very hard to revert.
0: Understood. So as you are an expert in dealing with numbers, um, so when we come to statistics, what is the most common attack that uh, organizations are currently facing? You've mentioned ransomware. Is this still the main thing?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, because the ransomware could come encrypted in an email, for example. So if um let's say let, let's say that an employee um opens an email that contains some attachment, um, you know, some mails are coming, you know, in name of someone of the company. And if the attachment is open, so there is a ransomware that is inside the system already. And this is something that, you know, the companies don't really know that this is happening until, you know, the hackers keeps the information or steal some data and hold some data uh, and ask for a ransom in exchange, you know, of this. And this is actually the main issue. So we need to understand that why security professionals work in increasing um, the cybersecurity, you know, especially working online using different tools, like, for example, a VPN or something like that. Um there are, you know, on the other hand, hackers who are actually improving as well and sophisticating the techniques that they are using to attack. Uh, so, yes, ransomware is more than 50 percent of the attacks that the company presents. And, you know, um, we conducted some surveys where we see that this is actually something that is worrying a lot companies. You know, the ransomware is, is the main attack that is worrying the companies nowadays.
0: Okay, paying ransom means usually that the target should be private companies that that do their business for profit. Um, are they the only targets, or where are ransomware attacks all uh, also focused at?
1: No, not at all. Um, you know the the attacks, the cyber crime is affecting every organizations, even governments could be the target of a cyber attack. So the problem here is affecting everyone who is online. It, it is not just private companies.
0: Right. And can you, can you give a few examples for, for, where these cyber attacks really, really surfaced and really made the news? Uh,
1: Yes. Yes. There are some cases that affected the, you know, entire society uh, nationwide. For example, in 2021, there were two main attacks that I could mention. Uh, One of them was the Colonial Pipeline. You know, they ransomware in the U.S that forced President Biden to declare an state emergency in Virginia because more than 70% of the fuel filling stations were out of fuel for several days. The hackers took control over this. And of course, it affected the supply chain of the entire state. And the government paid the ransom monitored by the FBI because there was no other choice. And um, it was the only way to actually get the control back. Now, later on, The company could recover some of the ransom, but there was a considerable loss on the way. Um, And another uh, attack that was affecting as well the entire nation was uh, in Ireland in 2021 as well, because the health system was attacked. And it put the entire medical system of the country down. And the hospitals, private clinics, uh, private doctors, you know, JBs were forced to use pen and paper again and maybe there were different machines that were not able you know um, at that moment to use and of course it affected patients and as well the hackers were claiming you know uh, 20 million us dollars which is actually a lot of money and the Irish government didn't want to pay or negotiate with the hackers and they published information private information and sensitive information right uh, of 500 patients which is actually very bad. And um, if we go to a more recent attack, Costa Rica is as well under the scope. Uh, the country is in an emergency uh, or state of emergency because since May of this year, there was a ransomware that is affecting you know, the entire economy. Um, the custom system was affected and they stopped processing import and export taxes, for example. Of course, it reduces the income of the country and the salary of public employees was suspended for a month. The government is not negotiating with the hackers, so it's the same situation. And so far, they have spent $9 million to face the consequences. So, um, yes, uh, ransomware could actually uh, affect, you know, not just a company, but an entire country, as you can see.
0: Absolutely, and you said costa Rica, Ireland the u s um, it seems like everyone can be the target of a cyber attack. I'm afraid if I ask that question, who can be a, the target, you will say everybody right
1: Yes, exactly anyone, we can talk from small medium companies, enterprises, government, and there are no borders because it is happening globally, you know it is not only In one continent or, you know, a specific country, it can happen everywhere. The only thing we need to be a target is to be online. And the digital transformation is coming with a lot of benefits, but as well with a lot of risks. So I would say any organization of any kind could be feasible to be hacked.
0: Okay, now that we've that, that we shown the threats, the risks, and the dangers, um, now get to the more positive side, if possible. Can we prevent it?
1: Um, we can mitigate the risk, but we cannot eliminate it. So there is no way, there is no possible way to be 100% safe. You know, um, the key here is to be prepared for the worst. So Unfortunately, this is the only thing that we can do. Uh, the companies need to have a plan, you know, to survive against this crisis. Um, there are different ways to do so. Uh, of course, knowing the vulnerabilities, you know, it is actually uh, better in terms of, of, of seeing how we are standing against this risk. Um, on the other hand, there are also cyber uh, insurabilities nowadays that will help us you know, um, actually, to minimize the negative impact, especially in terms of uh, financial situation. Um, so yes, we cannot really eliminate the risk, but we can mitigate it. We can do things to actually reduce the impact.
0: Right. And from what you've mentioned in your examples, and you've just mentioned insurance, we both are not lawyers, and and, and so it's it's a bit of dangerous ground. But from your opinion, um, when you are subject to a ransomware attack, is it advised to pay the ransom?
1: Well, from the moral and ethical perspective, uh, I would say no, because um, we need to think that the hackers are usually organizations that work in a very professional way. So they have different responsibilities and you have even, you know, uh, like a kind of customer service attention or something like that, you know, um, sort of speak. And the problem is that if we pay the ransom, we are giving space to these mafias to keep growing. Now, the main issue is that sometimes we really have no choice but to pay. And, um, and in those cases, I would say, how do we know that the information that they actually held for a while was not shared, let's say in the dark web. So there is no way to actually prove it. And, um, this situation is actually creating you know secondary effects for example um, in Ireland where uh, the um, HSC system was hacked so the hackers they held information and then this information contained let's say uh, phone numbers of these people maybe emails etc cetera, etc cetera, and it created the possibility of different attacks that were coming later on let's say phishing attacks so um, you know, we have like two very negative effects. One of them is um, allowing or give, you know, a space to these mafias to keep growing. And on the other hand, you know, we are not really sure that this information is not, you know, uh, in the wrong hands. So even though they give us the access back, we don't know what they did with the information that they held for a while. And, uh, you know, um, I would say, no, it is not really advice. And if you actually do this, so do this under the control of the authorities, as it happened with the colonial pipeline that they actually pay the ransom, but monitored by the FBI.
0: Right. Okay. This episode is about the risk of cybercrime. And we've been talking a lot about money right now. So, uh, of course, this is the most visible danger that, of course, can occur. And this is maybe one of the driving forces for these cyber criminals to actually do this. But are there other risks other than just monetary risks for organizations?
1: Uh, yes, of course. The obvious damage is related to compliance data and uh, operational disruption, right? But uh, there are other aspects in place. For example, what happens with the reputation of the company? So the brand is one of the most important um, assets of a company. And if you are a target of a cyber attack, of course, your image will be damaged. So um, probably, you know, there are many contracts that are not renewed afterwards or, um, you know, gaining again, um a good image in the face of new customers, it is also hard um on the other hand, what happened with the intellectual property laws? So there are many documents that are under copyright, and if those documents are published, well, of course it would um it would make it very hard to revert the image that we have you know with our associates in terms of business uh, or with the customers. So um, it is not only about money, but there are other things that, of course, in the end, we represent a loss of profit for the company, um, but are related to something else.
0: Right. This, this episode is part of the, we are in October, so it's part of the Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Uh, and we are uh, running uh, very closely to our uh, Cybersecurity Leadership Summit event that will take place in Berlin um, in early November, from the 8th to the 10th of November in Berlin. Um, so um, we've raised, I think, a lot of awareness just with pointing out, or what you just pointed out, when, with regards to to the risks that can occur through cybercrime. Uh, where would you suggest to learn more about uh, cybercrime, its prevention or at least mitigation as you've mentioned?
1: Uh, well, Matthias, we're really looking forward to the event in November. Um, on Wednesday nine of November, there are several tracks talking about building resilience and the importance of reporting the risks. <laughs> Uh, one of the major issues that we see is that many companies do not feel comfortable admitting that they were the target of a cyber attack, and this is a big error, I would say, because if the authorities know that uh, there was a cyber crime in place and we register it, it would help professionals to actually track the hackers, track the hackers, and prevent and avoid issues or avoid future incidents. Um, And we will be talking about this on the 9th of November in the CSLS.
0: Great. And I think that's really of importance. So beyond the tracks that we do, just getting in touch with your peers, with organizations that face the same challenges, I think that is one of the Beauties of such an event just to be beyond listening to interesting talks and there will be great talks and great speakers, but also to get in touch in person or virtually with organizations and their representatives that really can give more insight into such a, such a difficult topic and talk to each other. So. For today, thank you very much, Marina, for being my guest today, for uh, laying out the risks of cybercrime and for hinting at the Cybersecurity Leadership Summit in Berlin. I'm also very much looking forward to being there in person, to talking to people and to learn more from organizations that are out there in the field doing the daily work. So any final words that you want to add, Marina, before we close down?
1: Uh, Thank you, Matthias, for having me here. It was a pleasure to discuss about this topic. Um, And the final thing that I would like to say is that we are uh, looking forward to meeting you at the CSLS event. And as you said, uh, there will be great speakers. And it is always very good to hear the voice of professionals to actually build um, a better cybersecurity strategy for our organizations
0: great. Thank you very much. Uh, Looking forward to see you there. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you.